Alright, what's up everybody? Dan here, and this is For Your Mental Health Weekly, where we talk about uh, mental health issues that affect myself, affect others, and are just generally around the world. So, if you're watching this episode, thank you so much for the support. I really appreciate it, and uh, hopefully this continues on for uh, the foreseeable future, because I'm having a lot of fun. Today, episode number eight, we have a special guest. First ever guest appearance here on the podcast, the show. This is Brett, so say hello, Brett. Hey, Dan. Thanks for having me. All right. All right. Hello, hello. Awesome. Thank you for coming on to the show. I really appreciate it. First ever guest. I'm really excited to have you on. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to have this conversation. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So speaking of that, I know you really like my video on the, the negative thoughts or controlling your negative thoughts and not letting them get the better of you. So I so, love yeah. that. I am all about that and it's like I have like over like the past couple of years I've actually gotten like a lot better at it and um, I've I've had fun and enjoyment in sharing my progress with people in hopes it would like help other people because I have this tendency to like wrap my head around the, the way other people are and it's like it's sometimes I'm good at communicating things that uh, are otherwise very hard to say that comes to mental health and controlling your thoughts and watching your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah. In that video, I, t- I talked you know, a lot about having thoughts come into your head and having to kind of pinpoint where those negative thoughts are coming from. And when you can kind of pinpoint that, when you can see what's actually making you feel that way, you could do something about it. You could change it. Right. That's very true. And here's the thing that like you, you've heard of the whole uh, have you ever heard of like toxic positivity? I have. Yeah. Uh, you see what you're saying right there uh, is the opposite of toxic positivity, because what it is, is that, you know, those people that say good vibes only, good vibes only. And, mm-hmm. Well, people don't understand that bad vibes are there for a reason and they're there to help us. And that's to help us figure out what the root of this is. And yeah. that's why if you, you know, you go all Sherlock Holmes on, on, on your emotions, you can find things out about yourself that you didn't know before. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a really great point, you know, to, to become that sort of detective in the way to be the mystery solver. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, never push away those negative thoughts. Be that, sh- that, that, that emotional Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I, so I, I used to work in an escape room and one of the rooms we had was Sherlock's Sherlock Holmes themed. Yeah. So we had that for the whole time I worked there and it was cool. It was cool. You know, it was like an old school kind of like 1700s, 1800s, whatever kind of era it was. They have like, I don't know, what, what, what's Sherlock Holmes, like, address again? Something, something Baker Street. Yeah, uh, two, was it 222 or something like that? I can't remember, but I remember, I remember Baker Street. Yes, yes, the very famous, famous place. But yeah, yeah, you're right. I think, I think you're right. The, the, the bad vibes are there for a reason. You're right, to show us that there is something wrong. You know, that we need to take care of in our lives, because if we don't, it's going to eat away at our mental health and, you know, cause us to uh, shy away from maybe doing things that, you know, really can help us going forward. Right. Yeah, exactly. And uh, uh, it can also uh, affect us in other ways that we did not perceive. It can affect our relationships. It can affect our jobs. It can affect our, 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 our health. It can affect our health. You know, not just mental health, but physical health too. Why don't you why don't you tell the people more a little bit about yourself? They 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 don't really know much about where you come from, what your story is. So uh, maybe shed a little bit of light on that. Uh, well, let's see here. Where do I start? Um, I work 
like everybody. <laughs> I work, I work like everybody else. And, and right now I am in a, a good position in life. And that's why uh, I've been able to focus so much on heavily on myself because I haven't had to worry about money. Mm-hmm. That's big. That's big. That I could go into that like forever about <laughs> not having to worry about money and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And you mm-hmm. can worry about yourself. You can worry about your health. I work. I, I'm just a, a really a normal person. I, 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 uh, I live by myself. Uh, uh, and that's kind of like a, a, a boon to my mental health because it gives me more time to just focus on me, focus mm-hmm. on me. And because, you know, I really, I owe nothing to anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm able to just focus on myself and make myself better. I like to play video games. Uh, I nice. practice. I like. I practice playing guitar. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, guitar is a, a very important part of my mental health. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I've been playing guitar as long as I've realized how much control I do have over my mental health, and I know that's. You, you have to put a caveat on a statement like that because there's some people that can't re- like really help it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. always have to put that asterisk there. You know, I do recognize that, you know, there are people that are worse off than me. Sure. Sure. You know, we all deal with things in our own way. We all have different struggles and different roads to, you know, wherever we're going in life. And, you know, it's all important. I don't think, I don't think, you know, comparing ourselves necessarily to, to others and saying maybe they're worse off or maybe I'm better off. I used to make that 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 same kind of evaluation, I think, of my own struggles. I, I think I've realized that, you know, it's all important. Like what what's what seems just terribly devastating to me to another person would seem like another walk in the day in the park. So Exactly. You know. And that's where perspective comes into to, to play. And uh mm-hmm. perspective can play a lot in a person's gratitude. And one way I, I, I know this, uh, you see, we, we talk about happiness. One, if we were to talk about happiness, one root thing to happiness is having gratitude. Yeah. You know, you've heard of gratitude lists, right? That's why gratitude lists exist. And, and, they, and they help you if you go through and list everything that you're grateful for. And I know it's, it's very hard for some people. At one point, it's like, I knew this was like, what, whatever, you know, <laughs> but eventually I started like, writing things down like every single night. So it's the last thing I think about before I go to bed at night. Yeah. It's like, I have a good job. I have insurance. I'm one of the lucky people that has insurance. I wasn't always like that. So I know what it's like to be on both sides of the pond. Mm-hmm. There are people there that don't understand how good they have it. And they have never really had that many other jobs other than this one. And they've been working there for like 20 years and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, and they forgot what it's like to have another job. They lost that perspective and they lost that gratitude. I came to that job from a minimum wage uh, mm-hmm. payment. That job had a lot to do with uh, me focusing more on my mental health because that job led to me having a, a, like a really bad mental breakdown. Okay. Yeah. It was after that mental breakdown that I realized that I really need to make changes in my life and I had more control over it than I realized. So anyways, I came from a minimum wage job and I come to this place. This is the greatest job I've ever had and I am over the moon because I have that perspective. Yeah, that's that's really cool. That's really cool. And 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 that kind of story, you know, is is very similar to what I've been through in my own life. I've worked a lot of minimum wage jobs where I just 
I would just, I just needed money and I wasn't really sure what I was going to, you know, do with, with the rest of my life. You know, I'm just working at a video store or working at a craft store or working at a grocery store. Like I'm just kind of, I was going around just doing whatever I could just to stay afloat. You know, I wasn't living, wasn't living with my parents. I was just on my own and living well, where to got rooms for people. So I never lived by myself per se, really, but you know, having to pay the rent and having to pay for utilities, clothes, food, etc. you know, and just seeing what was going to happen. And a lot of those jobs did create that sort of same issue with my mental health. I would go in and be very depressed because, you know, some people there were just not accepting of who I was. They didn't like the fact that I was, you know, um, a outgoing, creative sort, and they saw it as a negative. You know what I mean? Really? So, yeah, yeah. And yeah. yeah, and unfortunately, some people are like that. You know, they're a bit close-minded, and they're for, very focused on the money, making money, and selling products. And, you know, it's it's just not always the best environment to foster that sort of care. So I totally hear you on that. Yeah. You're, where does like the perspective c- come in? Like you're saying, did you say, were you telling me that because you had a perspective like I had or? So the perspective was just knowing that I've left those jobs. I don't work those jobs anymore. And, and being where I am now, where I can kind of do different things and still maybe, you know, get things done, pay the rent, be able to get by. It's a great feeling. Ah, I get what you're saying. So you're, uh, you are comparing to what freedoms you have now as to before, and you have that perspective. Mm-hmm, absolutely. That's beautiful. That's absolutely. wonderful. I yeah. love it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's, uh, it's amazing what you can do with your life if you, if you just keep living it and, and, and roll through the punches and, and get through those tough times and, you know, look for the bright side ahead. So, yeah. Have you ever thought about if two people were in the similar situation, like these two people lost a job, mm-hmm. uh, hypothetically, and one person is like, oh my gosh, this is horrible, blah, 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 blah. It's like, my life is over. And the other person is like, oh, I could start a new job. I could get a new job. This could be mm-hmm. a new chapter for me. And, and, and here's the thing is that, is that I think, sometimes you know when i think of a thought like that there's really nothing innately bad with like losing a job but it's your perspective about it that forms whether it's good or bad you mm-hmm. know glass half full class half empty type deal you know mhm mhm exactly uh, are you prepared for it are you the kind of person that can bounce back from losing your job you know if you really liked it and do something else that you can like as well can you make that leap you know are you able to mentally emotionally just get there and, and not be stuck in the past. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge, huge thing. Yeah, here's another thing is that, and this kind of goes to how I function fundamentally and spiritually as a person, is that I try my best not to be afraid of change. Because when it comes down to it, there's all things that we want to change in our life, you know? But then when things change in our life, in ways that we're not expecting, we don't like it. It's really silly to think that you would be in one state for a long period of time because we're rapidly evolving, we're changing as people, our mm-hmm. interests fade and go in time, and our friends come and go in time, and it's just, it's, 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 I, I went on a tangent there. <laughs> no, that's all true. That's all great stuff. I, I really, I really believe that you're right there, that, you know, life is about change. You know, if you can't keep up with the times, you're going to be left behind. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's great. You know, I think that the more we talk about, you know, what it's like to lose a job or, you know, lose out on a relationship or, you know, lose out on something that you find very valuable to you is, 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 is really important for overcoming it and getting to that next point where you can be 
you can be happy again with your life, you know, because we all get down in the dump sometimes. We feel low because of the things that happen to us. But I think sometimes we forget that we are also agents of change, that we can take something within ourselves and make it something beautiful. We're, we're creatures of adapt, adapting too. It's yeah. like we can adapt and stuff like that. That's why our species is just like the way it is because we, we adapt, we make the world our way and whether that's spiritually or physically, I don't know. You kind of get what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And the perfect example is the whole coronavirus uh, pandemic going on right now. Like this is something unprecedented. And yet, and yet, it's yeah, yeah, coming we're adapting. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're adapting mm-hmm. and, and life is going on, not mm-hmm. in the way people are expecting, not in the way people are wanting, but after all, the world is still going on. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, people are still having birthdays, they're still having weddings, they're still going to school, getting their degrees. You know, this yeah. is, here's something I like to think about, it's like if aliens came from outer space, like tomorrow, and yeah. it made headline news, and everybody's, oh my gosh, blah, 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 you still have to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Are you not going to go to work tomorrow? Life still goes on. Right. Right, exactly. That that's that's a huge story, but you know, you still want to put food on the table. You still want to have a place to live. Yeah, you still want to have purpose. So, so, yeah. so some things are just some things actually they don't change because they are so constant. At least in our society, the modernized society of you know going to work and making your money and having a place to live and and all the the, the niceties of life of, of of modern life. So yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, we we do we do have to keep going in that way and not let you know, something like coronavirus or, in your case, aliens, <laughs> make yeah. us stop for too long because humanity needs to keep going. Yeah. I kind of wanted to bring attention to something that when you was talking about analyzing your negative thoughts in your last video, it's like, I, I have some insight that I think might be helpful. Yes. Yes. Let's talk about it. So this is what I personally believe we are all as humans is that by default and naturally and, uh, innately we are all happy we are all happy by default and there are things that are holding us down it pulls us down it's that baggage that's holding us down and that makes us less than happy and this is the way i look at it uh we are like balloons being held underwater and if you let go of that baggage and you let go of that balloon what's the balloon going to do it's just going to go up. Mm-hmm. And so if I, this is the way I, I operate everyday life. If, if I feel anything less than happy, I ask myself, what's keeping me from being happy right now? And sometimes it's something as silly as the weather. It's like, it's raining out. It's gray. It's the, and the weather makes me feel sad sometimes. Sure. Sure. And I was like, oh, well, it's maybe I'm, I'm sad because I have, to work tomorrow or because my vacation's over or because somebody said something that I didn't like and I'm still thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Your emotions are your biggest indicator of where your thoughts are. And if you ever want to know what kind of thoughts you're having, just look at your emotions, what you're feeling. And mm-hmm. that usually gives you the biggest indicator of what thoughts are holding you back, what thoughts are holding you underwater, what thoughts are keeping you from flowing up. Yeah, though that that's awesome. That's a really great way to put it, for sure. 
it uh, it kind of reminds me of I don't remember where I heard this. I think it was from like you ever do mindful meditation? You ever heard of that? Yes. Okay. Mindfulness. Yeah, yeah. So my, my 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 therapist recommended I try a mindful meditation. It's kind of funny you say it because my therapist pulled the mindful fitness <laughs> thing on me as well. Okay, okay. So yeah, there's some commonality there too. Yeah, and one of the videos that I listened to, they mentioned like basically walking up just some path with a bunch of like heavy rocks in your in your in your pockets and you know every few steps you take one out you turn around you put it down you keep walking and then the, the load gets lighter and lighter and lighter so we have to be better at taking those negative thoughts those rocks and placing it on the ground next to us and walking away exactly yeah. you know yeah i like that that that's kind of goes in hand in hand with the whole balloon analogy lightening the load and and your trek becomes easier mm-hmm yeah yeah, it's really powerful stuff, no doubt about it. Mindfulness has done a lot for my mental health. Mm -hmm. Apparently, that's a, a very popular thing that's going on right now. At least that's the way my therapists talk. A, a lot of therapists are doing that this, these days. And I think that's really good. I think being mindful, instilling your thoughts, and just being focused on the, the present moment. It's like, you know, there are people that are sad because, oh, my school grades are bad. I have this infect skin infection mm -hmm. or I have uh, uh, this family that I really don't like at home. Yeah, but is that killing you right this second? If you, and, and, and some people, a concept like what we're talking right now, right now is, is completely alien. And I can relate to that because it, it's hard to rein in your thoughts. It really is. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, what I would say to a person like that is like, is it, is it really killing you right this second? No, no, it's not. You're fine right now. Then let's just enjoy what now is. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I think as, as young people, you never really get the reins of how to control what your mind is thinking. You just kind of think it and you don't have that filter. You kind of just say things and, you know, you have to really hone those skills in as you grow older. See, what, when you're young, you don't know what you're doing is you're making a tape recording that's going to play for the rest of your life. You, you get what I'm saying there? Ex expand on that. Okay, so get this. You know that narrative that you have in your head that goes on without fail every single hour of the day, your thoughts mm -hmm. are going. Well, that those thoughts are a tape recording that you, your environment, your family, your friends, your peers have all contributed to this tape recording that plays on in your head without stop. And not everything on that tape recording is right, but that doesn't stop the tape recording from going. You're still going to have this toxic stuff, this toxic recording. I mean, this recording that some of it's good, but some of it is really bad and it gets harder to focus on the good. And then people think these are my thoughts my thoughts are bad, I'm a bad person. And, and they don't realize that you're not your thoughts. Yeah. You're not the product of your thoughts, you, that's just a tape recording. And that's where mindfulness comes into play. You, you be mindful about your thoughts. You, know, you don't push your thoughts away, you're mindful about where your thoughts are. And you observe them like clouds floating by in the sky. The, uh, the blue sky is your, your consciousness and states of default being while the clouds floating by are your thoughts and you're just sitting there watching them and then you go back to now you, it, it's like i let the thoughts roll in and out like waves of an ocean there you go really corny but that's no that's that's beautiful i i just watched a, a music video recently where there was uh 
if you ever heard of Lisa, she's a Japanese artist singer. She she just released a a song um, called Homura, and it's her basically just standing on the beach with the waves crashing in, and she's just there singing her heart out, you know, with all this emotion. And it just brings me right back to that moment, you know, where I'm just I'm thinking about seeing that video, seeing her emote the way she does, and being lost in you know what's happening in front of me, and not thinking about you know all the distractions. Uh, that are happening in my life. That is excellent. I love that 100%. That kind of coincides with something else that I can I can add to that uh, is the fact that people are people are unhappy. You know, there's a lot of people who are un unhappy in the world, and we're getting better at it. But a lot of people are unhappy because they don't have what they want. What it is is that th there's people that's like, okay, I need this, then I can do this before I need this then I can be happy. It's mm -hmm. like, I need to do this, this, and this, and then I can be happy. Yeah. Realize that they are the ones that are stopping themselves from being happy. It's not because they lack something. It's because it's because they've put that barricade there for themselves and saying, I can't feel happy until I have this. When people don't mm -hmm. realize that that happiness, that happiness, that emotion that you want so bad, it's already inside you. And that's how you kind of uh, go back to that song you're talking about because you are putting yourself in a familiar state that you were in before. And you're like, oh, I remember when I heard the song, I felt this. Close your eyes. Mm -hmm. And you put yourself in the shoes of hearing that song for the first time or hearing it in your head. And you let yourself feel the emotions that you want to feel. You're letting yourself feel it. Yes, yes. You're allowing happiness to come in. Exactly. Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. like there's a lot of people that don't allow happiness to come. In. Yes, that that's huge. That's that's such a that's such a big point. And you know, we could expound upon that for a while. I think too. You know, the way people just put up those blockades from you know the moment of of joy of you know with their family, with their friends, just sitting by themselves listening to you know a, a beautiful song. You know, people lose that in the the daily the daily you know rat race of things and making money and having to you know get to this meeting on time and it's it's a lost art I think in in some ways and it's it's something pe for people to just sit down and enjoy each other's company and not worry about what's happening the next day or you know two months from now what's happening right now you know what's happening right in front of you and in, enjoy that moment because it's not going to be there forever yeah exactly because yeah. when it comes down to it now is what we have past doesn't matter future doesn't matter future is affected by the now but people don't realize that all the power that we have is to be invested in the now that instead people are wasting energy on thinking about the future people are uh wasting their their time and their thoughts on oh what am i going to do about this what am i going to do about this mm -hmm. you need to you need to put all your power and your attention into the now because that's where your power is most effective exactly exactly you are the now you know you can't be your future self if your if your present self doesn't get there yeah you have to worry about what's going on in front of you right now and how you're feeling at the moment and just take it day by day you know it doesn't have to be such a burden life doesn't have to be such a burden it can be a joyful experience if you allow it like we just talked about if you allow the happiness to come in yeah yeah there's a lot of people that don't allow themselves to be happy and have you ever talked to anybody now this is a concept that is a little alien to me i keep, I keep on saying aliens <laughs> but there are people who don't let themselves be happy because they feel like they don't deserve it. 
Yeah. Yep. It's like, did you know anybody like that? Gosh, I feel like I felt like that for a while. Like, that's just one of those things that just pop into, like, the negative thoughts that pop into your head. Like, well, I'm having trouble finding a girlfriend. Uh, Maybe I don't deserve one because I'm not good enough. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like, uh, I, I know people who feel like, like they don't deserve blessings that they have. They don't deserve this to be happy because such and such happened in the past. And that made them a bad person. Mm -hmm. When it, Whenever good, anything good happens to me, I'm thankful for it. And, and it's like, I'll take it. And that's why a concept of feeling like you don't deserve something is, is a little foreign to me because um, I'm always grateful to take whatever blessings come my way. Mm -hmm. really. Yeah, and I'm a lot more like that now than I used to be for sure. I, yeah, I appreciate those little moments where, you know, you're just sitting talking to someone like a new person. It's like, oh, look, I met a, met a new person in my life, I made a new friend. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Something to put on your gratitude right. list. Yeah, it's like I could have just sat at home and did nothing. But no, I went to jujitsu practice. I went to Muay Thai practice. I met a new friend. We had a conversation and we enjoy each other's company, you know, and, you know, what else could you ask for in life? That's cool. And you lost yourself in that moment as you was having it. Yeah, you, you're not even like making the conscious decision to not even think about negative costs because they're just not there. You're just you're you're in immersed. You're immersed in what's going on. You're yeah. in the now. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's why it. it that's why it's possible for people who are clinically depressed to laugh. I mean, I mean, if you tell somebody who's depressed a really good joke and they laugh, they're in the now. It's, it, it, it's like, no, I can't laugh at a joke. I'm too depressed right now. But it, I mean, not, you know, some people can be stubborn and be like, no, I'm not going to laugh because I'm depressed and stuff like that. <laughs> but, it, uh, yeah. uh, but, but even a very depressed person knows how to be in the now and some shape or another mm-hmm because like you said we're that's that's the baseline we're all we all start there and the older you get the more experiences that you have that can cause this clinical depression the yeah. more rocks you put in your pocket exactly exactly there you go bringing it back the you know the more balloons you carry exactly mm-hmm mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> well Hey, it's been a it's been a great interview. I, I really appreciate your time. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it was a lot of fun. I yeah. had a lot of fun with this conversation, and it'd be cool to do it again someday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was awesome. Like, I really had a great time. I felt like it was in the moment, like we were just talking about, you know, just talking to a friend and having these really cool conversations and just bouncing something off of someone else that has dealt with a lot of the things that I have. So I think it's phenomenal. I really do. Uh, this has been a, a great conversation, and and it's really nice talking. Yeah, I just want to say that it, when I first contacted you about this, it, it's like, I was like, oh my gosh, I got to get a hold of Dan because he's doing this mental health podcast. Yep. And here's the thing is that I love talking about mental health because I think I have a lot of insight that can help people. And uh, as you could probably tell, I have a lot to say about the subject. <laughs> yes, yes. And some, good, some really great stuff too. Yeah, and, this yeah. was a blast. Yes. Yes, yes, it was for me as well. I really had a lot of fun today. So thank you, Brett, so much for coming on to the show. I really appreciate your time and efforts. Um, no problem, Dan. Yeah, thank you so much. For those of you watching at home or listening on the podcast, thank you so, so much for watching. And we'll see you in the next one. So thanks for watching. And as always, follow your instincts. And peace Bye, out Pete. from the show. Sayonara. Bye-bye. <laughs>